0: This is like the extended version for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> of the Illinoisans.
1: <laughs> of Illinois. Yeah, that's so interesting. It is. Do people ask you, like, oh, is it pronounced that way? Have you heard of a fucking bubbler?
2: Yeah, that's like a water fountain. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: They call their that. water fountains a bubbler. I'm oh, like, bitch, what the f- where do I live right now?
2: So do you yeah. call it that or no? <laughs> what? Do you call it that? Hell no!
0: Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not calling it a bubbler. Where are the bubbles? Right. <laughs> it's not
1: even logically correct. And three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to QBBC Perspective, episode 35. Thank you for jumping in. As always, I am Chad Castilla, and today I am doing with Chris Gatos. As per usual. And we have a lovely guest with us.
2: Maddie you Stobnar.
1: Yes, Maddie's with us. Uh, that was an interesting note to start on. I'm going to keep all that that we just talked about with the bubblers and the fountains. Oof. Anyway. awesome. How are you? How are things?
2: Pretty good. How are you?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Just sitting down, ready to hang out, ready to chat.
2: Yeah. What's going
1: on? What's on your mind today?
2: The weather sucks. Mm. It's like a tornado outside. Um... Yeah, not much. I've never done this before. It's kind of weird, but <laughs> it's kind of cool.
1: You'll get used to it. After 10 minutes,
0: you'll forget
2: yeah. that the mic is in there. <laughs> That's
0: very true. But uh, Of course, you can't forget because you need to talk into it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. This Please really don't weird. forget to talk in and talk yes. loud. Okay. Don't I be talk afraid. quiet, so. Yeah, yeah. So talk like <laughs> you're your 10. Okay. And that'll probably be the podcast, like four. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so do you want to go ahead and maybe... Introduce yourself. Give a little backstory. I'm sort of giving all of our employees like an episode, yeah. f- to sort of like introduce themselves, talks about themselves, but also like u- uniquely understand their experience and sort of how we like melded paths and got to where we are now. So, do you want to, with whatever you're comfortable with, go back and share like?
2: Sure. Um, about your life. I don't know. I I graduated high school early, and then I really just started working. I okay. guess. Were um, you were
1: you from Eli- were you born in Illinois? Yeah,
2: I was born in like Schaumburg.
1: Yeah, I know the area.
2: so yeah, and then I went to Yorkville all my life, and then
1: how was that experience?
2: Um, it was fine. I never li- I never really liked school. I guess sure. I was just there. You know, I graduated early. Got my I got my shit done. Got out pretty did much. Did you n-
1: did you know you wanted to graduate early, or like what was the?
2: Yeah, forever. Since I was freaking in eighth grade, I was planning. <laughs> you had that senioritis? Yeah, I was ready <laughs> to go. And But then I, lo- but then I really like school, too. So that's why, I like, Bonzi was cool, because I still got to go to school. So.
1: so were you doing college classes in high school?
2: Yeah, my senior year of high school. Damn. So that's why, because I, I finished my associates in a year.
1: What were you planning on doing? Like, what was your mindset at the time? Mm,
2: I wanted to be a school social worker.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah, but then I changed, and now I want to do business. So something in business, sustainability. Like, okay. make the planet a better place somehow. Yeah. So... That's a passion of yours? Yeah, I guess, kind of.
1: Okay, cool. What were, uh, like, how would you define yourself growing up? What was your thing? Were you a sports person? Were you music, arts, Uh, everything and anything?
2: When I was younger, I played piano for, like, two months. Mm. I wish I continued. I played the viola. Um, I learned how to play guitar for, like, a couple months, and then I just completely lost that. I played volleyball for, like, seven years, club, Um, I was always in like art, like honors art society, whatever. Okay. So I don't know. Hmm. I kind of just tried a lot of stuff and. Whatever.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, cool. And then so you leave high school, where does the path take you next?
2: To a bonzi. I was just full time grinding, working. Um, what was I doing at the time? Initially, I was, like, serving, and then I started nannying, and nannying was super easy. So it was really fun. It was, like, my fun job. you have any job. interesting
1: stories from that?
2: Actually, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, so leave
1: out client names, of course, but...
2: Yeah, so I nannied for this family, like, over the summer. I found the mom on a Facebook page, so okay. I was, like, I don't know her, but we'll give it a shot. Like, I need a job. So, I did it. okay. The first day, automatically, like an hour in, some guy starts banging on the door, like banging on the door, like, let me in, whatever. I text the mom, and I'm like, should I call the police? And she's like, no, just leave it. It's fine. I'm like, what What? mom would not want you to call the police on someone banging on the door? So it was already really weird.
1: No warning, like, oh, hey, someone's going to come by today. No,
2: this guy just bangs on the door, and she's like, oh, it's fine. Just leave it. I was
1: like, what? (laughs) Is he just like a neighborhood kook or something?
2: I don't know. It's just a random guy, and she doesn't know who he is.
1: Was that one time? It never happened again. No,
2: then it kept happening day after day for like a week. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> so know. So there
1: had to be some sort of relationship.
2: Something like I don't know. And barrier. then a couple of days later, that same family—the boy was in kindergarten. And he um, he pulled out a knife on his sister. What? Yeah, he like grab- He got mad at it or something, and then he would like pull out a knife and like chase her. Were you, you there her. watching? Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck do I do? I don't know. <laughs> and crap. then I tried to bring it up to the mom, and she said that sh- oh, like oh, maybe he didn't get enough sleep. That's what her excuse was for the child bringing
0: Did you dip mm. after that?
2: Yep, then I quit. That was like a Thursday. The next day, got my paycheck and I got the fuck out. Yeah.
0: yeah. My
2: grandma, because I was going to stay because I was like, oh, it's a family in need. You know, like they were from right, out of state. Yeah, yeah, so n- I felt, but I didn't want to get stabbed. So no. <laughs> I was out.
1: By a kindergartner?
2: Yeah, he was in kindergarten. What the and I feel I like that's up. an
1: intense altercation. That requires a lot more. They need more than a nanny. Therapy. Any yeah. exactly. therapy. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was scary.
1: Interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who knew nannying could be a deadly job?
2: For real. And they had, a, they, had a gun, they had a gun in the house, too. So it was just a big mess. So I was like, I need to get out. Yeah. ASAP.
1: Mm, seriously. Uh, did you do anything else other than nannying at, at the time? Or you just... Um,
2: well, I also coach volleyball. I still do now. Okay. I coached club volleyball for, like, middle schoolers. So, yeah, Do you like fun. doing that? Yeah, it's fun. I, I kn- like, I quit volleyball when I was their age. Do it's you prefer just
1: teaching volleyball, or do you, do you prefer
2: playing it? Co- teaching, coaching. Because I like, like, my coaches were always so mean, so I like being the nice coach for the girls, so they don't want to quit. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. I feel yeah. like that's like a lot of your personality inco- encapsulated. Yeah. You're, you're very uh, caring from the altercations I've had with you.
2: I just I hate problems, of or like any kind of confrontation. I hate fighting problems. <laughs> so I just want to avoid it at all possible costs.
1: <laughs> 100%. What would you say developed or gave you a lot of the, like, traits or characteristics you live by day to day? Um,
2: I don't know. I feel like I was, like, always surrounded by, like, very reactive people that would always, like, boom mm. at every little thing. So I feel like I try to, like, calm, you know, not to mm. not be reactive, to take a second, like, step back and, like, just evaluate, like, watch instead of always talk, talk, talk.
1: Yeah, just look at it from, like, a critical perspective.
2: Kind of, yeah, I guess. That's
1: interesting. <laughs> yeah hmm unique cool so you go to college now too right
2: yeah full-time I'm this is my last semester Bonzi, and then um I start Arizona State online in the fall
1: okay what's your what's your interpretation of the college experience been Uh. do you think it's worth it for kids do you think it's not do you wish it was different what what do you wish could have been different or what what do you think was done right do you have any opinions on that do you ever think about that topic
2: I look at you and Ethan, and I'm like, wow, college is a freaking ripoff. Why am I going <laughs> to college? <laughs> but, I mean, I find value in just literally learning, I guess. Not, yeah, not facts. Like, like I just feel like there's so many connections that you can make through school and, like, so many, I don't know, just things you can learn. And, like, even just hearing my professors talk about, like, different stuff. Like, 100%. I, I like that part of it. Like, the literal, like, I- education part, I feel like it's a complete ripoff because you can learn all that stuff without paying, like, $40,000 a
1: year. I, I completely agree, like... I think the idea of the Socratic discussion and the like old school reason for setting up liberal colleges and liberal Mm -hmm. arts and like bringing a bunch of conglomerate of ideas together in one place was to give that unique perspective on like, oh, here's why education is great for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. But like Mm -hmm. I feel like so much like the American college system has like
2: money, politics,
1: money, politics. And let's drive you right into like rudimentary Repeatable algorithmic classes that have
2: or ninety five nine to five job for the rest of your life. Facts,
1: and that's sort of that's sort of sad. But I agree. Like, there's something about if you're not like going out and doing things for yourself and making sure you're networking in the world day to day. Going mm-hmm. to college helps bridge a gap while you're yeah. like developing to like make sure you are still meeting yeah. people and doing stuff like that. That's true. Which I think that's is really true. interesting, but. I don't know if I've ever cr- asked you, Chris. What do you think? Are, do you think college is worth it for someone who hasn't, go- who had, like someone who's going right now and leaving? Do you think it's worth it? Do you think is there other paths? What's your opinion on all that?
0: I think there's definitely pros and cons to everything. Um, I mean, my situation is kind of different just because like I was amazing at school all the way up until college, mm-hmm. and then it's like now I'm slowly <laughs> starting to find that classes just. I don't know. I'm just not as good, so or maybe like the, um, ideal maybe i learning style. Yeah. Well, especially now because of COVID. But yeah. Holy crap! COVID. Mm. COVID. College it was the it's worst.
1: To
2: rip off too. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying all that money the the Only because
0: I didn't sign up for online classes, and I'm still
1: paying like in person tuition. Oh, it's yeah. like not right. That is not How right. How can yeah. they do
2: that? I don't even. I don't,
1: I don't understand. know. Because they write the good rules. contracts. <laughs> yeah, they write yeah. like good. They write good agreements for distribution of finances. Well, and it's all the government anyway. Yeah, literally. They've built a strong system Yeah, it's fucked with up. the government to make sure that every hand's fed well. I actually talked about that on an early episode. Mm-hmm. But this goes even yeah, deeper than just like uh, the, the issue of the cooperation between government and colleges and how th- what, that, what that has done to disrupt that space. But the shareholders themselves of the universities, while it's not like a for-profit business... Mm-hmm. A lot of times, these boards or there's honorary employees or members who are then getting paid boatloads of money, mm-hmm. but really on the front line where it matters, which is with the students' well-being, both fiscally, you know, mentally, emotionally, and then the other core, which is your frontline staff employees. Mm-hmm. There's a complete disconnect from the finances being distributed there, and they're all getting distributed at the top, but that's not reflecting the populace of the college.
2: Yeah. For
1: sure. It's fucked. It is. <laughs> but I think if the right people were to get in power, a lot of that could be resolved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That takes time and change. And yeah. That was something I was listening a lot to this week was philosophies and mindsets of different leaders during different time periods. And it's it's so crazy, A, how many different types of people can maintain leadership, with having such drastically different styles of leadership,
2: yeah. but
1: also B, what they are capable of doing to their populations during the reign,
2: it's kind of scary when it you think is. about it. Like it really is. Like I think when you say that, I just think of like a cult, like le- cult leaders. Like mm. what can you do to your population? Like <laughs> I just think of it like really cr- like crazy. Like I honestly, it kind
1: of it kind of was like that for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like not necessarily cult esque, but where a lot of people were like whatever my dominant leader thinks is probably the most accurate opinion. Of the world. They like so your dominant leader was Google.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey Siri was just like your dominant leader. Hey leader, what should we do? But yeah. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. I think though, as uh, like to go back to your original question of like, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. It totally depends on the individual. Yeah. Cause I think that's a great answer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, would you, I would say, I don't know, I don't know, what do you think, like, for someone who is maybe extremely unsure, not, like, unsure, like, they don't know what major they want to do, but, like, entirely unsure on what they want to do next, but they know they hate school, would you tell them to go to college, or would you say, what would you say? I think like if that? they
0: already hate school, probably not, just because they're going to waste a lot more money than, Yeah. you know. Like, in my situation, I, I, it, wa- it wasn't so much I hate school when I started right. college, um, it was just, I don't know what to do. And so I decided to take my gen eds first, um, at a community college. I went to a Bonzi yeah. and then after a year and a half, a year and a semester, I transferred. Yeah. And then along the way, That's I changed smart, my though. major like four times and then finally found out what I wanted to do. And, and then I got cut short. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now you're doing that.
0: <laughs> and now I'm doing that. Yeah. So, it, it, and it's really weird because like networking is so i don't know like i feel
1: like it was strong
0: when i was gonna ask
1: did you build a strong network at college not in
0: school uh um i mean not really (laughs) 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 i mean i was friends with with you in high school right um and it's just weird how things go like full circle i mean seriously i'm back with you i'm back with james jared (laughs) yeah it's just so weird it's however it's so
1: different it's crazy how four years can change all of those people. So oh yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's you haven't
0: really changed, but yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, like I like that. Chad always did everything in high school, everything. That's A little nice. bit of everything. There was everything on his resume in in, in high school. Yeah. yeah, that was an interesting time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> it is really weird though, because, come to think of it, like I've known you for. five six years
1: yeah at least minimum yeah yeah so at least since i was 14 yeah. that's like seven years Yeah, almost that's crazy yeah that's okay. pretty cool man i like that it's cool to see who you continue to keep around and who passes mm-hmm. through your
2: in your life or who passes through and then comes back and is it for a reason you know like mm-hmm. i don't know that's True. interesting True.
1: do you are you are you into like um astrology and any of that stuff do you
2: do any uh, of that Astrology, I try to be, but it's just so it's deep, it's a lot. Mm. And honestly, I don't just not time to look into it. I mean, I probably do, but sure. you do
1: do your yoga thing. Yeah, so How that's that's that where going? that
2: plays into that. Um, it's really good. I feel like I don't know. It's it's really good for me. I know it is because I don't. know, This is scary, but like I like disassociate with life a lot. So mm. then I feel like that brings me back down to like the world. Like this mm. is real life, you know. Like moving body. Define
0: disassociate. with life.
2: It's really hard. I don't know. Like sometimes I'll just be sitting here. And I'm like, is it like? Sc- it's really scary. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. No. Like, is this even real? Like, I just think that like everything is fake. Like that's my thing. Like everything is fake. Nothing's real. Like this table's fake. You're fake. Uh, like this microphone's fake. Everything's fake. Like nothing's sure. real.
1: She definitely doesn't, doesn't. So interesting. Mask. Where do you think that? When did when was the first time you noticed that feeling in your life?
2: When I was on shrooms, <laughs> <and> <laughs> then I realized I was like everything is fake, nothing is real. I was like,
1: did you take a hero's dose or a micro dose? Uh,
2: it was a little dose, but for me it was a lot at the time, you sure. know. Sure. So I feel like that's when I noticed it, and then I every day I would just started to notice like little things. And that's why also I feel like when there's problems, I'm just like, this isn't even real. Why do I give a fuck? Like, why are we fighting about something that's not even real? Like, shut you the fuck up. Chad,
0: you want to see Chad get excited?
2: I'm scared. It's a
0: simulation.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. I was exactly going to bring it's that fake point fake up. The second it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a simulation. It's fake. Yeah. It's... It it's kind like of is that theory. Like, you can see imperfections in the simulation or glitches that occur.
2: Oh, every and day. And it,
1: like, makes you question.
2: But that's why I, like, sure. I think about that a lot. But then I have to bring myself down back to earth and, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is kind of real. Like, I exist right now.
1: Isn't it exciting that a, a psyche can evaluate and head in so many different directions?
2: It's scary. <laughs> it's really scary. <laughs>
1: it is. It's scary, I think, too, when we're younger because. It's overwhelming.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I feel like for so long, I was just so confused. Like, what even am I? What is this world? But then I found Could peace with it, you know? Mm. So now I'm just like, it brings me peace. Like, nothing's real. Like, all these problems that we all have, they're not, they're not even real. It's, yeah. w- it's fine. Life is fine. You're here, and that's it. Like,
1: yeah, so namaste.
2: <laughs> for real, <laughs> namaste, <laughs> bitches.
1: <laughs> what's, uh, what's been your favorite, like, like, do you have a routine that you do? So, like, when I do yoga, I practice, like, you know, there's, like, your sun salutation practice, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, uh, you know, like, the active style. I'm blanking on the actual name, but the active one, there's, like, a restful one. Mm-hmm. There's, like, do you have a – what's your preferred style? Um,
2: I used to say restorative because I was just, like, lazy, like, tired. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to lay on the floor and stretch but recently it's been like power because then i get oh. going and i forget about everything because i'm like oh my god i'm gonna die i'm so fucking hot right now i'm tired
1: <laughs> do you do it in do you do hot yoga then
2: i've never done hot yoga but like i get sweaty when i do yoga no it's of course hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i want to do it for sure we should go there's so really go. cool places around here
1: i would love to go are you so, so you're getting certified for that right
2: yeah, I'll be able to teach in October, so that'll be exciting. No way. Yeah. I want to bring, actually, I want to, because I used to want to do social work, right? And I used to work in a school, so I wanted to bring, like, yoga into the school system. Mm. So, I think that's a cool idea.
1: That would be a really, really cool thing.
2: Mm-hmm. There's some schools that do it, like... Yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's more alternative schools. or something that yeah. and do that, too. Yeah, but I just think it should be everywhere. It's cool. Like, York, I know, like, Warrenville has it, but Yorkville never had anything like that, so...
1: Yeah, I know. That would be... I think that'd be extremely beneficial for kids' mm-hmm. mental health. Yeah, very. Because I feel like so, it's hard to rely on just like talking or these pharmaceuticals to balance out someone's life.
2: Because mm-hmm. there's so
1: many things I do, like working out or going outside and getting fresh air. Like there's so many other things I yes. can like. Well, in that a was weird that was my New Year's you.
2: resolution was to get outside more, and I feel like it's made a really big like impact. Like in the winter, I get so sad. Like it's bad. Mm-hmm. So now, even in the winter, I try to get outside. Even just if I was freezing, I don't care. I take a walk and get outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel th- it makes a really big difference.
1: I'm I'm ironically the the opposite. Really? I prefer winter. Like I love oh no. cold weather. I
2: hate it. I can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because I was born in the summer, but
2: I was born in the winter. Oh my gosh.
1: Polar opposites.
2: <laughs> Scary.
1: Cool. Now that's exciting. What uh what did you first think when taking taking on prismatic and joining that? Like what wi- where was your head at?
2: How um, you about that? Well initially Ethan commented like on my Facebook post, like I was like looking for a job, like the kids I nanny were going back to school, whatever. And he commented like the job posting and I was like, This Facebook looks fake. I was like, there's <laughs> nothing on here. And I was like, but you know, I'll give it a try. Wait, whatever. was this Green Tree? Yeah, it was like Green Tree. Yeah, it, it, makes it looks sense. fake. So I was like, <laughs> i'm not even gonna apply whatever this is dumb i was like this is probably fake and then i was like okay i'll do it and my dad was he's he like saw the comment he was like are you dumb like go apply like it's you know i'm i've just been nannying he's like go get a real job that you're actually gonna do something with and then i applied and i mean when i started like initially you guys were really like i don't know i just like to say you guys were young and you had something going you know mm-hmm. i don't know i also liked that um you guys said that you wanted to start with like younger people and build them up, you know, instead of hiring <laughs> these old people who are just going to like be lazy alri- be lazy and be stuck in their ways already. So I liked that. I don't know. When I started, it was just, it was e- like fun coming to work. It was easy to be yeah. around like everybody, I guess.
1: <laughs> it was easy. Yeah. Now how it is, how is it three weeks later?
2: You know, there's <laughs> the times, Kay. but for the most, again, nothing's real. So these problems are <laughs> it's like, whatever.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. It's like, those are your work problems. That's yeah, crazy. So I'm
2: like, it's fine. It's just life. It's whatever.
1: <laughs> That's a unique perspective. I like that.
2: See, but then I think I'm like, doesn't everyone think like that? And I'm like, <laughs> no, they don't. They don't no,
1: really a know. lot of people no. don't. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, at the end of the day, I try to not let things stress me. Like that, yeah. Like I try and find
0: a way like to work? stay,
2: like yeah. Stuff,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I can, I can also kind of see where you're coming from, just because I have many. I don't want to say visions, because I'm not like, you know, that's so <laughs> a raving <laughs> yeah. or nothing. But like, I, I do think about like what happens after you die. Mm.
2: Yeah, me too.
0: Like, if we were just to like die right now,
2: that's the thing. I'm, I then what th- like that Nothing. scares me
0: that concept scares me it's like it's and then because you think of that you think like okay well then you know what why the hell am i here like what's mm. the purpose it's and scary that mm. gets a deep question and then i feel like really weird like empty disassociate <laughs> that's oh. what you
2: do yes, that's what it is disassociating is like an out of body experience like you feel like you're not inside of your body like you're like up here so that's probably I what happens. That feeling you
1: guys just described, I had those, I had so many moments like that when I was younger,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where I'd just be laying in bed and thinking that's crazy. those same concepts. Yeah.
0: And then you like physically feel like cold and it's really, you like, you feel empty. Like, like, I'm empty. like, I'm
2: not even here. What?
1: Yes. It's a unique yeah, feeling that can humans can have. Yeah. It's crazy. What is, I don't know if there's a, like, what does that mean? I'm so curious to see what, what is happening both.
2: Well, medically like they call yeah, it like a disorder. Like it's like supposedly a disorder.
1: Oh, to be able to
2: just to like dis like disassociate all the time. But like I don't I'm fine. Yeah, you but know? Uh, is I that a
1: disassociation more than like a an intense contemplation that leads yeah. to an overwhelming feeling yeah. of disassociation?
2: That could be. It makes me feel better.
1: <laughs> because that's what you you at least just described that yeah. to me is what I thought was like the idea of your brain starts just focusing in on yeah. this one concept that takes you to a deeper concept mm-hmm. that takes just you to a deeper going. one sure. that gets your palms really sweaty.
2: And <laughs> then it, <Right> now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so interesting. I, the older I've gotten, I don't have that as much because those exact same conversations are the ones that I would prefer to just think about. Like I listened to Lex, Lex Friedman and, um, Eric Weinstein and them and, I they touch these topics, which are like the you know like the really heavy hitting topics, you know, like what is our planet, what is existence, what is time, what are all these really
2: big concepts? Time and is I, time oh is yeah. The other thing. Oh my gosh.
1: Time is a very interesting. Do you know what happens when two black holes collide? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because that's oh, yeah. pretty screwed uh. up. He was just telling me. You know, I was just telling him about this. Well, when they collide.
2: I'm scared now.
1: <laughs> because of the. I don't know the proper terms but the the opposite propulsions okay. of the two black holes and because of what they're capable of doing when they collide there's a period in time between those both black holes where time doesn't e- like time isn't there. Like you're technically going forwards and backwards so you're just there? in ti- yes in time which well, is I'm really interesting. That's
2: that's time is just fake too. Everything's fake. But also know.
1: the black holes will absorb each other. And then become an even bigger black hole. It's crazy. And I'm not even giving the full depth of what this is. That's, that yeah. is the most... You know those books on the shelves that say something for dummies? Yeah. That was <laughs> black holes for dummies. <laughs> black
0: holes for dummies.
1: Well, I mean, time is, time is just a
0: concept. Light is what's real. And I think time is based off of light.
2: The sun—it's like the sun cycles. That's what yeah. I always thought it was. Yeah, right? that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. It's just to
0: see where the sun is at any given point of the day. Mm-hmm. But then there's time zones and all that crap. But you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I was another topic that we were talking about was traveling the speed of light. Remember that? Mm. And how? Because the sun—the <laughs> sun takes eight minutes for its rays to get from the sun to Earth. So if we can travel faster than the speed of light, we could travel super freaking far away from Earth, like Extremely far, dark. far away from Earth. Turn around and still see dinosaurs. <coughs> or if you want to go further, how oh, the Earth is made? Oh my gosh, that
1: would be so exciting be so for a HBO freaking HBO series. Crazy,
0: right? They need to do That'd that. That'd be crazy. Like, actually have our, our questions answered. That's why But we do we never want them
2: answered? That's a thing. I don't the know. The government oh, okay. does. So
0: they probably already know and just haven't told us.
2: They definitely <laughs> know, yeah.
1: I don't... I, I, I like get what mystery. you're saying.
2: I don't know if I'd want to know the truth. What really happens when we die? Because then what if, right. you know? Would you just be okay with dying? Right. Is becoming
1: a wiser man really that rewarding? That's that concept there. Like, does knowing all the answers, is it worth it? Sure. It's idea, same idea of if like you could live forever, is that even, mm-hmm. or okay. that even be worth mm-hmm. it at that point? It depends on what you, what your life experience is about. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like because we don't live forever, and we have, as society, we have a fascination with dying, and with the experience that we have of there is a limit when this ends, mm-hmm. that the idea of living forever is tiring but i think if i was someone who was conceived into an experience of life but i already lived forever with no contemplation of you do die i feel like my human experience would have been entirely different to where the point where i wouldn't want it to end in the same version of this life right now where i know it consciously does end Mm
2: -hmm. and it doesn't end once you die once your body dies, once your vessel dies, do you die right. or no?
1: This is a concept that
0: bridges it's into it's spirituality. Sure now. Yeah, and that's a, that's as sad as it to say, but that's a lot of how people with like chronic diseases live their everyday life. It's like you know, I, you know, if you have six months to live, mm-hmm. then it's like you're living life at the fullest, and like doing everything oh, you can to even experience everything that you can. Yeah, experience yeah. everything you want to experience right. before you go. Right. Right.
1: What are some things you guys want to experience before you go? I don't
2: know. I guess that's a <laughs> weird
1: way of saying yeah. what's your bucket list.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a weird yeah. Th- yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a gruesome way to say it. <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm going well to remember that. That's scary. I going to remember. that. I like that phrasing when you meet someone. Yeah, so oh, hi. So What are you gonna do you want to do before What you would you, you like to do before you before you go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm referring uh, to live, death. Go. Live. No, yeah, they're going to be go. like live. what you mean here? Yeah. no, yeah. no, no, before no, you die.
2: I have no idea. I'm gonna go skydiving. I've never been skydiving. Mm. I want to do that. Um, I want to backpack. That's what I wanted to do when I was like sixteen, seventeen. I wanted to go backpacking.
0: Yeah. You've never gone backpacking?
2: No, like I mean, like cross country for like a month, Oh or like okay. two months or something. I want to do that really bad.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, we just went hiking the other day.
2: No, not <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not a, a one-hour hike, but.
1: Oh yeah, I, I would love to. I want to. Tr- I want to. Tr- I want to read books about travelers experiences mm. and then go see those places for myself mm. rather than see go how to the experience like spot.
2: differs maybe
1: that's cool yeah to like see like i don't know i want to go to like places that are more not tourist friendly mm-hmm. like more just environment fr- like just come experience this environment
2: Just so like how these people live kind of like that or
1: maybe i guess a for like an idea would be like You know, there's like really small remote islands that just have volcanoes and very rare species of animals on Mm them that that you can only go to and visit if you sanitize yourself and do all these other things. And the only depictions we have of these types of places are like aerial photography or the depictions of like notes and field journals from scientists and stuff Mm -hmm. and travelers. I want to read about their excursions and then go try and visit those places and, and do trips for that rather than going to travel tours. So like, un- yeah, like untouristed places. Untouristed places.
0: Yeah.
2: That'd be cool. Like
1: seeing the pygmies in the Congo. Mm-hmm. That would be insane. Do you know about the pygmies?
2: No. no honestly, think. no. But it Indigenous sounds cool. Tribes. You make it sound really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, 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 it sounds sound cool. cool,
1: but the experience is going to be freaking hell. Cause you're not from that environment yeah, at sure. all. You're gonna be eaten by every critter alive.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Like w- if you want to go into these like very desolate, remote areas where mm-hmm. the experience is so different than yours, you gotta be ready to hunt and kill. No, <laughs> I mean not really. Like there's Some ways places. to get around it. Like people do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like Dude, it's just real. go on. Like it's a different man experience. versus wild.
0: Bear grill that
2: or naked and afraid. That?
0: Oh, Chad on Naked yeah. and Afraid. <laughs>
2: that would be the <laughs> funniest.
1: I would pay to see that. That would be hilarious. You should do it. Yeah, pay per view only. Give me, I need, I would need.
2: What was, your, what, what was your one thing that you'd bring? You know how you can bring like one thing on? Oh, do they? Yeah, like you bring yeah. yeah. Like one island. thing. <sighs> A book. No, I'm going to bring that. <laughs> A knife?
1: Or flint and steel? What the? Oh, okay. One <laughs> item.
0: Flint or steel. <laughs> no, bro, <then laughs> when you go to the store,
1: they buy that as one unit.
0: It's flint and steel. No, you got to mine your Don't own Don't even put flint a space. Right. Flint and steel.
1: Don't even put a space. <laughs> flint steel. <laughs> <laughs> flint and steel. Because That's what you would bring? Well, because I immediately thought. That's just to start fires. That's I it. thought, yes, but get this. It's a TV show. They're going to drop you off in a, in a remote location that feels remote, but has enough of the resources needed around it. To be able to survive it long enough for a good TV show. No, that's
2: true. I saw that there's wells that they use that, like, secretly they pour water into so you can drink the water. They're not going to leave you dying with no water. See,
1: I thought, fuck it, they're going to leave me dying. I'll find a source of water. Yeah, I, I, I need saw to clean that. it. I need fire. Well, that's the what I thought The hardest thing was. to make out there is a fire by your hands, man. When you're rubbing sticks like that, I know it looks like it's fucking Indiana well. Jones, <laughs> but, bro, that's well, yeah. tiring. Okay, but, and let's pretend... Three days in, four days in, no food on you. All of the fat that you had stored is now burnt and gone. So you now have maybe 5 10% of your natural energy on your body to exert. And you have to take an hour and a half with a stick sure. going like that. You were going to die of starvation. <laughs> die of <dehydration. laughs> You're going to die by
0: making a fire. Yeah. How are you going to catch food? Oh, you think you making weapons get, no, is easier traps. than you got to make fire? traps. <laughs> That's How why that I said easy? I was
1: going to say before we even did this. Tell me I'm going on the show, give me 3 freaking months. I just got to get good at my building of natural traps. I got to re up on a couple other skills that I n- Okay, that no, I know this is you're in a plane now and you're falling into I'm still just bringing that fucking flint.
2: What if you don't have <laughs> it? <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. Maybe the
1: only other option would be a knife, a big machete, so I can use yeah. it as a s- pair of scissors to make my traps oh, to catch yeah. food. That's what I would have. And so a I machete. can use it yeah. against a rock a to potentially something. create a spark. Yeah,
0: or two rocks. If you find the right two rocks, <laughs> 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 do
1: you think there's enough friction between these two rocks to create the spark? Do you think? Have that you? That? How, how can you do that?
0: Yeah, you can. You know, you I mean can no make a f- you can make a fire with your pee, bro. There, yeah, you there's just a need lot a of Pee in a freaking a ziploc bag and start a fire.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can do a and lot. You hold that up to the light, magnify. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, of course. It, yeah. What? <laughs> I watched Survivor Man. <laughs> yeah, of course. You have to be ready for <laughs> the crazy actually, situations.
0: actually, 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 I got in a lot of trouble for trying to start a fire. Where? Yeah, In my
2: house. <laughs> I was By in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I actually
0: remember because I was. I think I was watching like Survivor Man or something like that, and it was like
2: you thought you were in the gr- show. Well, no, <laughs> no, no. In no, no. their backyard,
0: <laughs> we were planning a bonfire,
2: and I was like, oh. "Fuck
0: yeah!" Oh, I'm gonna get this bitch started. <laughs> and <laughs> then yes. I went out there, and I was I I grabbed uh, Grandpa's magnifying glass, and I was like, burning ants is my free time. But then I was like I was like actually trying to start a fire, and my parents caught me, and they're like, "What, what are you doing?" I was like, "I'm just I'm trying to start a bonfire." let
2: me get this ready
0: for you all. Get the the coolers. What are we doing? But then they were like, they're like, like, where are you learning to do this? And I was like, well, I watched this show. And they're like, hell no. They're like, you're done watching You're not allowed to watch. Yeah.
1: If I came outside and my kid was trying to start a fire, I would congratulate him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hell
1: yeah. They weren't,
0: they weren't. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, That was another thing. They weren't, so pissed off that I was starting a fire. They were pissed off that I was starting a fire in the middle of the driveway right next to the house.
2: Yeah. That's never oh, specified. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I thought you were and doing this in the pit in the backyard. No.
0: And this is this was where I misjudged
1: <laughs> <laughs> my misjudged where planning. we can do it. Yes.
0: <laughs> I missed there's a version I missed the setup. I was I was initiating very well. It was just the the initial setup that I failed. <laughs> the
2: on. The idea was there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. it's not hmm. executed well. But
0: no.
1: You've been on any cool trips?
2: Um. Oh, mm, I don't know. I went on a cruise. I went to Honduras. How was
1: that?
2: It was cool. The people are really really nice. Like so nice. what did um, you do there? We went zip lining and then we went um like on what's like nature walk. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That's probably my favorite place that I've been, Honduras. Where is it? I don't know. I went there on a cruise. (laughs) (laughs) But also, it wasn't true, Honduras. You know, I went to, like, the the tourist part, so Uh, it's kind of hard to judge.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you went into a port of Honduras.
2: Yeah, so it was fake, but. Okay,
1: I see you. I see you. Fake news, fake news. Everything's fake.
2: Everything is fake. Otherwise, my favorite place is probably New York. Why? Well, my grandma lives there. Yeah, like downtown, like Brooklyn. That's my okay. favorite part. My okay. grandma's lived there since I was little. Or since I was like seven, maybe. She came here from Russia, whole other story. But yeah, so we've I've got th- gone there like every other year probably since I was like seven. Wow. And I just love it. So
1: do you have a favorite like neighborhood?
2: Just Brooklyn, like downtown, like I don't know if you guys are familiar, like Coney Island. It's like mm-hmm. a fair on the beach. Like that's that's my shit. That's I your love area. it. Yes, I love it so much.
1: If you could live anywhere, where would you live?
2: Before I would say the middle of New York, because like all the chaos around me brings me a lot of peace somehow. I don't know. I like seeing everybody around me, and I'm just like peaceful, you know. So there, but now is like I don't know. The last year now I feel like I'd rather live like where nobody is, you know, in the middle of nothing. Mm. So that's
1: so interesting. Do you think it may be like b- the busier you get,
2: yeah, the yes. more you're like
1: alone time you want
2: mm-hmm. relax. I think that is it.
1: Somewhere. I've had that. I've had that same thing. Like when I was younger, I wanted to always just be in the city. I was like, Yeah, yeah this, this sounds cool.
2: But now, like, it's still fun. Don't get me wrong. But it's living fun to there, go to. yeah,
1: it's a nice visit. Yeah. It's a great visit. Yeah, <coughs> because then it's always a good time. Right. When that's day to day life.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: That's how I feel Everyone about Florida. Like I don't think I could ever live full time in Florida.
2: I could. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the old people. <laughs> there the is tons. Oldies? It's just
1: retired, yeah. old people and college kids.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah.
1: Actually, now not anymore because of COVID,
2: mm-hmm. mass
1: migration to Florida true. for those tax benefits for the other stuff.
2: True, mm-hmm. and Florida's completely open like it's no mask, no nothing. Yeah,
1: it's they're just living life up there.
2: True, <laughs> down there.
1: Down well, yeah, that's down there from here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Dang, what's what are uh, some major goals and objectives you have for life?
2: Oh God, I don't no idea. Um, I don't know. I would love to open like a yoga studio, like a yoga studio school for like kids. Well that would be cool.
1: That's in alignment know. with that whole teaching it in the schools.
2: Yeah, I'd love to start like a place where kids can go, you know, and learn yoga or like a. I don't know. I've been getting really into like plants. Like, I don't know, prismatic, whatever, but I just planted a sunflower seed the other day. I mean, my friend Stella did, so let's see if it lasts, but hey. I don't know. I think it's cool. Also, like, alternative medicine kind of into that, like, mm. you know.
1: What are some alternative medicines? Like, school me on that world.
2: I'm not, I'm not, I don't know much, you know. I just think, like, big pharma, like, you guys have talked about it a couple of days ago. Like, that shit's real, you know, all the drugs that they just put in your system, and we just take them because we're like, okay, they're going to help us feel better. We right. take them. But are they really? You know, I don't know. It's Scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, do you have s- like certain alternative medicines you're taking right now?
2: Vitamins. I don't know. I want to. L- I don't know much about it. I want to take like a. Uh, they have like herbalism classes. I want to take one of those and like learn more about it, but
1: herbology and stuff. Yeah. That would be really cool.
2: I want to learn more. That's something I'm trying to learn more on. But
1: I got to get my garden started very soon. Yes, yeah, do that. Because it's gonna be too late. Yes, you do.
2: Like oh flower yeah. garden or food garden? Food garden. Food yeah. Garden. My mom's done that before. And it's funny because I used to hate plants. Like, you know, she'd mm. always go to Home Depot and drag us along, and I hated it.
1: I, see, I love, like, I took, shout out, I'm trying to get, I want to get him on the show. Harry Wolf <laughs> had a Mr.
2: class. Mr. yes. Yes,
1: you remember Harry. Yes. He had a class at Yorkville,
2: uh-huh.
1: ecology and field biology. Yep. Best experience of my life. Made me.
2: Made me. I hated science in high school. I hated it.
1: My first iteration of falling in love with nature was his class, and my experience with trees, shrubs, species, understanding all of that.
2: Remember that book I told you about? Yeah. The t- trees, the talking trees. Yeah. Yep. It just came in. I'm gonna start reading it soon. Really? I haven't started with it. Mm-hmm.
1: That'll be cool. I wanted to cover that. I wanted to cover books.
2: Yes, yeah, like a book club.
1: Yeah. Do you have any book any recommends like of old reads?
2: Mm, the Power of Now. It's a book.
1: The Power of Now. Yeah. What's it about a little bit?
2: just like it's just it's a spiritual book. i I'm only like halfway in, but it's okay. just about now. Like s- it's just really spirituality. Cool.
1: Living there's in the moment type thing?
2: Yeah, there's another one. Um what's it called? I'm blanking. I don't know. I'll remember later. All right,
1: that's cool. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Any books?
0: No, and actually, there's there's a couple books that I've been recommended. Um, uh, Jordan's dad has been wanting us to read Boundaries forever. I can't quite remember uh, the author, but if I read a book, it's gonna be that one first because it's been a long <laughs> time. I've been putting it off. I've been putting it off. I need to just read the damn thing.
2: Is it no, like nonfiction, fiction? Like what is it?
0: It's. Um,
2: I like I can't do fiction books. They just seem no so no far no, fetched for me. You know I like yeah, real I'll, I'll shit. I want real stuff. I can't get. I cannot get into nonfiction, even like TV or shows. Wait, no, I love nonfiction. Or, no fiction. Yeah, I can't fiction. get into fiction, even like TV shows. I'm like this is fake. This,
1: is, this is is fake. R- I I uh, I am the exact same way. I could b- never sit down and be interested Mm-mm. by a there story of that. And maybe that's because like <coughs> I've watched and listened to so many people talk about the psychology and understanding of how to write a story or how to, you know,
2: oh, that's influence interesting. an
1: audience in this way and that. And so, like, every time you turn something on, you can pretty much start to guess or see how it's going to line up. And Where so, Where did
2: you, like, learn that?
1: Uh, some of it through YouTube, just through time. Mm-hmm. Some of it through my background in performance and that and, like, mm-hmm. learning and being on sets and stuff. And then a lot of it, too, through writing, actually, in college. Yeah, Like, learning to have to write for certain things and, like, talking to my friends who inspire me writing wise like big shout out to freaking dom and grant from college those two guys they got me thinking about writing in a lot of different ways which was cool they didn't probably mean to but they're just two very strong and proficient writers yeah and that's I'm one of my goals
2: to write a book that's one of my long-lived goals
1: that would be sick i yes. definitely plan on doing that too
2: oh your book would be <coughs> amazing i would want to read that
1: it will be very interesting it's going to take a long time to write
2: what would it be about though feel Like there's so many topics that you'd that I could see writing about.
1: I think it would be easiest probably to just write
2: the story of Chad.
1: Yeah, my sort of interpretation of like as far back as I can go through the rest of life. Mm-hmm. But then sprinkle in my own interpretation of psychological, sociological, spiritual. I've, h- h- I've had this idea forever.
2: Things. It's like like a youthful mind or something, like youthful something, and then it's like the Th- like this generation's perspective on things kind of mm. like just a book so then we can look back it's <laughs> not like a history book but like kind of you know you can look back at it as a reference like what was this time period like for this generation of people that's
0: very funny i actually considered uh making a documentary about covid in 2020 yeah,
2: that should be i history really books.
1: wanted to do it i think s-
2: it i'm sure they happen. exist i'm sure they exist somewhere well yeah
1: i'm sure so many people are
0: like oh yeah you're gonna be good day.
1: ones but yeah Depends on the best perspective, the best narrative that could sure. be depicted. There's so many different yeah. ones. That would be really interesting. That's a good crucial thing when we're older that we can mm-hmm. mm-hmm. timestamp. And
0: that's what it. I wanted to do it. But I wanted to like take a camera to class, and I wanted to like see like the ins and outs of like work, Fuck. what working was like, putting freaking dots on the ground for people to stand on, like
1: that sort of stuff. That's I wanted crazy. people to. Yeah. Yeah. I, b- I bet you could still make this happen by. Putting it out there that you want to do it and compiling as much home footage from around the around
2: low. the world, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Oh, that's a million dollar idea right there. Things have kind of died down though now. No, that's that's the reason why you do it now. Start the production of the documentary now. Hmm. I get Netflix could sell this like a hot cake. <laughs> no,
0: I know, yeah. I know. know. But that's why so many other people are probably already on it. I wouldn't be surprised if there's already out there.
1: Okay. We'd have to do some research. We'd have to research. I'm not gonna look, but that would be interesting. Yeah. That's a really good idea for a movie.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We're I was thinking about the idea that I think we some of us don't even know it yet, but I have a prediction that we are the lost generation of art period. What I mean by that is is above us we're the millennials. They were the ones that the boomers, Xers, and lost children all thought were the tech native. Oh, these kids, you know, that was millennials. Mm-hmm. And then there's a strong populace of millennials that don't even know what the hell a Gen or is and just thinks that all kids are also millennials but just are terrible millennials. Oh, those are... Young millennials. <laughs> and then there's the other populace yeah. of millennials who knows that Gen Z exists. But the millennials did a very impressive job of using technology to babysit and put off Gen Z. So they have mm-hmm. like a very mixed interpretation of these people can be very brilliant. But also these people are the generation that's lost in technology. Now here is where we get lost as a middle child generation, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because Gen <laughs> Alpha exists. Really?
2: What is Gen that? Gen Alpha <laughs> is
1: anyone born after 2010.
2: Oh, my God. While
1: millennials were it's like, okay, we're going up with tech. We'll start the foundation of it, the dot, dot .com, dot .internet era and all that. And Gen Z is like, okay, you guys are the first with tech. Let's see how we can fuck up kids with tech. Let's see. its You know, we were trial and error. Mm-hmm. Gen Alpha is the first entirely mm-hmm. tech-native generation of children. And they're going to be the most superior and advanced. And we could depict from your story that you interpreted earlier about your experience with the hunting and the television and lighting a fire. Mm. Technology allowed you to be influenced and educated extremely quicker. Right? Gen Alpha, 10x what we had. So the capabilities especially when one is
2: it 10x t- or 10 negative? I think there's a lot of pros and a lot of cons. Oh, I
1: think it's both 10 in both ways, like you're saying. Because yeah. I think there's a lot of... And that's where us as the demo era mm-hmm. get to be and have to be a very vocal voice for how technology fucked up. Because there was a lot of ways that technology was really messed up. Mm-hmm. And it got implemented into our lives too young. With yeah. not enough restrictions or anything... And I think it had a lot of positive things, like we're talking about, but it also had (laughs) a lot of... A lot of fucked
0: up things. A lot of fucked up things. Well, what's crazy is just how fast things are moving in the technological world. Like, my grandfather, not my great-grandfather, my grandfather remembers no TVs. My grandfather isn't, you know, 90 years old, you know, he's... I mean, I don't know how old he is, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's just the fact that my grandfather remembers a time with no No TVs.
1: TVs. Yeah. And right now, we could bootleg anything we want. Bootleg anything. Anything. It's a unique perspective. Mm -hmm. It's... We were talking earlier on our brains and getting to a sensational point of overwhelming to the point where you can be an out-of-body experience. I oh, yeah. was thinking about if that can overwhelm our brain, but we don't even access the full capacity of the human brain, what the hell would happen if some switch just happened in, our in the simulation we're l- in right <laughs> now, and all of a sudden we had immediate full-throttle ability of our brain? Lucy. Have you seen the
0: movie? No. I, it's about that. Really, it's about a girl I'm having full. It
2: tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it tonight.
1: it's uh, Scarlett Johansson, but she can stand and breathe. It's not like a hangover no, she's where not. she's too overwhelmed. No, she
0: she has full, she has full control over her entire brain, and so she can like shape shift and like grow hair and change her hair color. But like things that scientifically might be possible, just because of mm-hmm. like animals can do it.
1: Cool. Yeah. That's a unique perspective for a movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder
2: if we're gonna get there though. You think one day we'll get there, or the world will end before that? Climate change. Will That's you Back know those are world. good.
1: Those are two things to weigh economically next to each other very well, I think, because I do see humans' capability being able to get there, and I mm-hmm. think some early stages of seeing that, some early predictions are neural link. That's a, not an example of that mm-hmm. neural link. I'm not saying there was a fucking clickbait title. would be oh. Neuralink saves the world. No, 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 <laughs> I think Neuralink opens a door for the capacity and capability to push some of these boundaries like we're talking about, but mm-hmm. it's going to come three, four iterations from now. You know, if Neuralink is like the Einstein of electricity for modern brain technology, I think it's going to get way past whatever y- we can think. And what was the second thing?
2: Climate change is going to kill us before mm. we can get there? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think But we're before, the we gonna end have before we, technol- we can have those technological <laughs> advancements <laughs> enough, yeah. I yeah. do
1: think there is a potential for a catal- catastrophic natural disaster. Oh, yeah. However, I don't think ours is going to be climate change first. <laughs> I would say it's more likely we have something that happens quite often in the cycle of this planet, which is like an asteroid colliding and being so catastrophic. It's It redirects the trajectory of how everything is on this planet.
2: Or I think the government would fuck us over and just end the world.
1: Yeah, what do you guys feel about, like, you, we're just kind of pr- briefly g- thinking about this idea, aliens. Yes. The government has been releasing. Hell do you yeah. keep up with all the things Hell the government has yes. cleared in the last, like, year?
2: Honestly, no, but I should. I want to look into it, but I haven't. Okay, already.
1: so I, can't I don't know all of them, but there's a Tic Tac video that the um, Pentagon released, mm. and they cleared. It's just an unidentified flying object. It looks like the size of a Tic Tac on the camera that mm-hmm. you can see it on, but it's doing, like, Like, contorted spinnings, almost as if, like, uh, almost as if you're in, uh, at the carnival, the, like, vomit whirl thing that just spins and sort of contorts in weird ways. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, it's moving in similar fashions to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's Commander Fravor and a squadron of his flying, and they uh, encounter the experience with it. And they're just like, what the hell are you seeing that? And then they actually ping it. Is this real? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I can show you this video after. Well, maybe not to you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, aliens are real. I know they're real somewhere.
1: Yeah, I yeah, honestly... I they're
2: definitely real. We're real, and what are we? Aliens exactly. have to be real. And
1: we talk about this simple concept of accessing more of our brain, mm-hmm. and then you talk about this freaking movie where people who can access more of their brain can do unique, skilled things. Yeah. yeah. What if these aliens are just that? Just, what if if we can access more of our brains, us as a species evolves and looks entirely different, something more like an alien from a movie we think about. Sure. But that's just what happens as you access more brain. Sure. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. I want to be an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> t- Yeah, me too. I, I want to like <laughs> try that. <laughs> I want to try. Just for a day. Just a for a day. And see. Oh, but I. That'd be cool. Uh, that makes me think. So, what happens when a when a mortal breeds with an alien? D- is it like same thing with like heritage? Like you get, you know, yeah, dude, it's like twenty five percent squares, of the yeah. fifty percent of yeah. a human brain, and you get like fifty percent of a hundred percent of a full brain. So now you have a hundred percent of a mo- of a mixed brain a slosh. Just a lot of ground beef science. Uh, it's just ground beef know. connected to course. I don't know. <laughs> ground don't beef. Know. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know, actually I saw it on TikTok. I love TikTok actually. I saw that like there I don't know, something like the world, right? There's like in the middle of the world, there's like a bu- like enough water. Sorry, I'm probably not close enough to f- to fill like all the world's oceans three times. And supposedly that you can get to the this like space. I don't know, it's whatever through, uh, like, UFOs go through volcanoes to get to this space, and that's where, like, all the aliens live and where all the clean water is and, like, where all the, I don't know. I saw it on TikTok. I don't hmm. know. It's real. Interesting. Interesting. I oh wait, it's I called. just would,
1: I would love, just go deeper into this for me.
2: It's a TikTok. I don't remember what it's called, but we can figure it out. Okay.
1: <laughs> we'll find that. So, y- wait. It's
2: called. Hold on. Aliens
1: go through volcanoes.
2: Yeah, and they live in, like, this inner earth Big entrance to Inner Earth. That's what it is. Okay. Inner Earth. Actually, I what have seen... Called
1: I've seen, like... There's a movie about traveling to the center of yeah, the,
0: the
2: inner Earth. Yeah, Journey. yeah. Journey, yeah,
1: with the rock and...
2: Supposedly, that's what it is. And that's where all the aliens live and all the clean water and... Is this, the like, the Flat Earth are. Theory people? Oh. I think it be the opposite, because there's depth to the Earth, so you'd be in the Earth, so the Earth No, I mean, flat. like, is this a
1: conspiracy group? Kind of, like, Q Yeah, and on no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. okay.
2: Could be true. I. Th- do you guys think the Earth is flat? <laughs> Absolutely not. No! What? What? I gotta do (laughs) 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 it. I really gotta do it. I think
1: think if you wanna enjoy living in the colonial times, the Earth's flat.
2: (laughs) I think it could be flat, not gonna lie. You do? Maybe. How do we know? If you go up into
1: space, you'll know for yourself. Yeah. Just go up there and check it out. Now, let me ask you this Do you think the moon landing was a hoax? No.
2: No. It was legit, dude. I feel like people were on the moon way before that thing was even released
1: somehow. Okay, so you think it's behind. Yeah. I had an
0: interesting conversation with... Area 51 hides everything, bro. Yeah, with some military people.
1: See, here's the thing is, I've had a couple conversations with military people, and they're all like, it's funny that people think that the military industrial complex is uh, ahead technologically Mm -hmm. because of, you know, it's top secret, and it's all this and that, and it's funded by the government. But a lot of times, they're like, Oh, hell no. It's because of the private sector, we playing catch-up to the civilian market.
2: Mm.
1: I find that hard to believe I find the that the full answer. I do believe that's a high probability of answer, but I'd be super curious to see what's happening at the deepest levels of high intel, because there, are, I guarantee you, are some portions of funding of budgets that are going to very specific projects. Mm-hmm. No way are they going to
0: release to the public higher technology. Yeah. Than the military I I don't yeah the military controls this
2: whole freaking world
0: I don't see that being the case
1: No I agree I don't think they'll release it but it what exists. I'm saying is is it takes the hiring of the private sector in order for those things to happen Like the military doesn't just have access to crazy technologies that are advanced to us if they have crazy technologies, it's because they're making the yes, private yes, sector yes. build it. Yes. Oh well, yeah. yeah but I don't, or think they that just hire like backlogging tons of new technologies. Oh no, that are, no.
0: Yeah. Or they hire civilians, like civilian scientists, yeah, to right. join them, to join them and help them create stuff. That I can, yeah, I see that as well. Do you guys
1: know about Bob Lazar? Bob
0: Lazar, I was just, yeah. Uh,
2: who's that?
1: I've I've now heard from two different sources, which I found to be people that I thought were credited who have had altercations with people related to the Bob Lazar experience that have made me believe that Bob Lazar's interpretation is a hoax. Who is is this? I don't believe Bob Lazar. I believe Bob Lazar's credentials. I believe some of Bob Lazar's stuff in his story, but I don't believe Bob Lazar said or did all the things he said he did with Element 115 at I don't know too much. Area fifty one and who is the Bob part Lazar? Of it that I <laughs> more. I'm
2: so confused. Who the f- who is <laughs> Bob Lazar?
1: <laughs> She's third wheeling right now. <laughs> yeah, let me try. And so find it. All right,
2: you I want to follow, but I can't. Let me try and find
1: something that would explain this properly. <laughs> I'm so
2: confused. I don't know.
1: What you drinking on, Chris? Tell. What you sipping on? I got
0: my great value, cream
1: soda.
2: Yum. Got
0: this is going to be a rough
1: Wikipedia interpretation of who Rick Scott Lazar is.
2: is this is a real person or no? Yeah, take a look. Take a look right here.
1: <laughs> That's him, Robert Lazar. A photo, 1959, yep. January 26. Is at he alive? 62. Yeah, he is. He is. Mm-hmm. He was on Rogan recently. Like, but I, I love know.
2: that show. Yeah,
1: Joe Rogan's great. Okay, Robert Scott Lazar is an Ameri- American conspiracy theorist who claims to have been hired in the late 1980s to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology at what he describes as a secret site called S-4. Lazar uh, alleges that this subsidiary installation is located several kilometers south of the United States Air Force facility, popularly known as Area 51. Lazar claims he examined an alien craft that ran on an Antimator reactor powered by element 115. I will talk about element 115 in a second because that is very interesting. That's the only thing about his story mm-hmm. that is interesting to me to give him any validity.
2: Do so they have like documentaries about this? Or yes, yes. like each. where? Oh I'm yes. gonna go watch all this shit tonight. Oh,
0: there's that so many good ones. So Hulu, <laughs> a- Arrowware. you can find <laughs> stuff about this. He's got one. Okay, about I need to watch
2: life. Lucy and this
0: and Stan Romanov. That was my. That's my favorite documentary about it. But
1: aliens. at the time that Lazar says he was working on Element One Fifteen, it would it had not yet been synthesized ever on this planet. Synthesized? What does that mean? Meaning recreated in a lab. Oh, like yeah, because it's probably true. And why would they recre- why would they recreate it? They already know. Yeah. Um, he also claims to have read U.S. government briefing documents that have described alien involvements in human affairs over the past ten thousand years. Lazar also claims resulted in bringing added public attention to Area 51 and fueling conspiracy theories surrounding the classified activities. Lazar has no evidence to support his core claim of alien technology. His story has been analyzed and rejected by skeptics and some UFOlogists. Universities from which he claims to hold degrees show no record of him and supposed form workplaces have disavowed him. In 1990, he was convicted for his involvement in the prostitution ring and again in 2006 for selling illegal chemicals. This okay. man's lucky to be alive. Let me give you some background how's on this. Yeah, how's he not dead? Okay, <laughs> so Bob Lazar said that he studied at... Uh, where was it? It was, it was like an Ivy League school yeah. and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And his background is in uh, aerospace physics and like aerodynamics. And, and, and aer- yeah, aerodynamics okay. and engine. Aer- Combustion engines, basically, for this guy. Mm -hmm. He works on, like, high, crazy, elemented contraptions like that, right? Mm -hmm. He builds stuff. UFOs. Yeah, but he's a tech nut, and he just is really, really (laughs) smart guy. Mm -hmm. He says, after his experience there, he goes to work at a legitimate uh, laboratory doing studies out in Arizona, and while he was there, he got invited to be a candidate for a special program at area 51 working I want to do that working on a <laughs> disclassified or a classified project mm-hmm. and you don't really know much information they compartment compartmentalize you into the section you're working on so he only really knew what him and his project lead were working mm-hmm. on and they were tasked with figuring out this little black box how it worked and they knew it was the L- they knew it ran this craft that they didn't know what it was, really. But they were tasked with figuring out how does this make the craft run. And the closest thing that they got to was knowing that it ran off an element called 115, which before a while, it's mm-hmm. now public knowledge, but you know it, it had not been synthesized or discovered on the periodic this is table. This
2: insane. My mind is blown right now.
1: Some of this is real, and some of this is Bob Lazar's just story. Could be real. But element 115 is real. And okay. that is publicly now recognized yeah. on the periodic table. Oh, and that is legit now. Yeah, it's element 115 on the periodic table. No way. What yes. The fuck? And uh, I didn't know that. Yes, that's the part of his story that freaks me out is because he said he was working on a craft that operated using this element, but they couldn't figure out how. And he says his only other experience really there that he remembers is passing by the room where the craft Wait, What do you mean he remembers? Well, yeah, because he Did was, like, it was pretty much just... He talks heavily about his time working in the lab. So does he, he... Outside that lab, you just go to your locker and you go home. Uh, you don't... Oh,
2: he n- didn't, like, sleep there? I thought you meant he was, like, locked away in this frickin' no, area no of no whatever.
1: No. no, you're compartmentalized. You only... Your project brief says, here's a box. Figure out how it works. Go. You're not given any other notes, no other mm-hmm. details from any other departments. You are kept as you. That's how they keep shit, like, you know, secretive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um... So he says that he passed by the room where the craft was in for the element he was working on. And it it looked like just a flying saucer, like a normal what we depict, but it was Mm -hmm. fairly small in size. And, yeah, I I don't remember what he says. He got one time they went, like, up to it and, like, the inside looked, I don't know. Basically, he says he worked there, worked on that. Element 115 is a legit real element that's been discovered. But Bob Lazar's accounts there, like, there's people that say it's really faltery. Here's the thing. All the places he had worked at, he has proof himself of these altercations that yeah. he presents to people, but all the like places Do you know any se- example of one? Like uh, a very specific laboratory that he worked at beforehand. Uh, in
2: the lab denies that he ever worked there?
1: Correct. Um, it was uh, Let me try and find this here. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. He says he went to MIT. Mm. He, he claims that he earned a master's degree in physics from MIT, which has no record of him going there, and a master's degree in, elect- in electro technology from California Institute of Technology, which is another major school.
2: So is he crazy, or are they just like...
1: He was supposedly s- employed at, Ni- at Niles Air Force Base. And a subsidiary. He has also been uh, discredited by skeptics. Um, But he has no recollection or or he's not in any database for the Navy. But he also said all that shit got wiped. He basically became a Mm non-existent after he joined that program. There was only a lot of problems when in the 90s and 80s he first tried to come out with all this stuff. The FBI started coming after him, swatting Mm. him, saying they'll kill his family, doing all this other stuff. Like, he got wrapped up in that. And then he went public. It became this big thing. And so I think, if anything, he is a ploy for the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency to be the counterproductive soldier, meaning a hired a hired to lie basically to keep people off the track. If you put enough fake news out there, mm. it will keep people in the world of imaginary to hide from the real news. Mm. So if he has any is connection so at all to this story in my opinion, mm-hmm. it lies solely in the idea that he is a prop who may or may not have worked in this field. What if it's all and real? And give a very convincing story. Yeah. If if it's because I kind of believe it. If it's all <laughs> real, that's I fantastic. I <laughs> think maybe if it's all real, that's the best. That's the oh best. Oh yeah, that's the best thing. Ask. But I
0: think this might be the one situation where information was released to the public prior mm-hmm. to anything, and they're like, oh well, fuck. If we kill them it's obvious.
1: Yeah. It's just it's so weird. You think they've done with this all this with stuff the so government many... is coming out about, they would be like, you know what, Bob's story's real. They've done that with so many other people. I would like if they declassify the information after a while.
2: They probably never will. Yeah. Never.
1: I can't wait, guys. We're gonna be alive when the JFK files are fully cleared, and we can find out. And when everyone I thought they already is were, dude, I'm so confused. I don't think they are. Like, I'm talking all the redacted sections. What do you mean? The sections that you can't see because yeah. there's people still yeah. alive. Yeah.
2: Are you mm-hmm. sure? I thought.
1: I thought. Cause wasn't that a thing on the news that they
0: like finally released all the JFK stuff or? I don't know. Because I, no I remember being so excited about it. I was like, <laughs> has and it then still and had had I still have I just don't
1: know about it. No. Did they only yeah, release? D- Trump said he was going to release it, but they delayed it. See, they're still holding files back. Are they really? Yeah, I want everything unredacted. I want everything too. On my desk <laughs> by the morning, ten a.m. <laughs> uh, <laughs> imagine the podcast. <laughs> because I know for a fact that government was against him. He against was too okay. he was too volatile to the inst- to the established system at the time.
0: I'm not an apologist. Just wasn't pay attention. Just was. He I'm
2: was not a huge, but I find them intri- I don't know much, but it's I find intri- it interesting. It's intriguing. Yeah. Sure.
1: I just I don't Yeah, not a big fan for know. it. What you up to What?
2: Oh Stella's texting me. She she said she just got off. Oh, cool. Should I tell her to come.
1: Yeah, sure. We can keep recording. <laughs> oh let's my god. Let's just take a break real quick. I want to. Yeah, we'll take real.
2: a yeah, break. Yeah, let's take ahead. a break. I'll
1: call her. <laughs> and we're back, Maddie. How are you feeling?
2: <laughs> I'm just. My mind is blown. After okay. learning
1: about Bob Lazar.
2: Yeah.
1: We'll we'll talk about it, or like I want to talk about it after you watch the documentaries. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I need to watch. I'm gonna watch it tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to ask because I always ask everyone who comes on, what is for anyone who's listening one piece of advice you can give them from your life experience or like just one piece of wisdom that if you had to leave it for them that you've learned throughout your life what would that be
2: that nothing is real nothing <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> that's been a common theme i'm probably going to name the episode mm-hmm. yeah. nothing, nothing is, is real, real. Yeah. yeah
2: that's just my yeah. thing like nothing's real like you know like why get pissed off at someone over mm.
1: nothing
2: nothing's real this world doesn't even
1: Thank you, thank you for sharing that, and I like that sentiment. I think there's a lot to be learned from living your life in a more freed regard in regards to thinking of that concept. But all right, cool. This has been a really exciting episode, Chris. Thank you for joining me. Oh, of course. Guys, we're all we're all done here. Uh, peace, love, joy. If you're having a, a busy week, stay grinding, and we'll catch you later. Peace.